Welcome to Marin Costello Radio, where we have intentional conversations with impactful people. Your weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and entrepreneurship. Join me as we explore the ins and outs of building and running a business, interview leaders across all industries, and find the common denominator beneath it all. Welcome to Marin Costello Radio. Whitney Rose DeFogio is a registered dental hygienist and founder of the Teeth Talk Girl brand. Over the past five years, Whitney has leveraged the web to share information surrounding the importance of oral health. Whitney's love for dental hygiene launched her creation of the Teeth Talk Girl YouTube channel, a series of lighthearted educational videos with the goal to share dental health in a fun, entertaining way. With now over 142,000 subscribers, wow, and over 22 million views. Whitney has also co-founded a company called Happy Teeth, wherein an oral health kit is donated to someone in need with every purchase made. Whitney currently works in two private dental practices and creates weekly Teeth Talk Girl YouTube videos. Ladies and gentlemen, Whitney DeFogio. Yay! Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for being here. So I, one, I'm so excited to learn about you and share your story, but I was almost a dentist in this lifetime. So this is like so exciting for me. I love when someone is a teeth enthusiast and shares a love, a background, maybe wanting to be a dentist or just loving teeth. I'm excited. I'm excited to chat with you. You're on my team. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So much same. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, my, I mean, we talked about this earlier, but my baby teeth refused to fall out. So I spent like my childhood getting every teeth pulled. And I think one, because my dentist back home was just a love and he was so informative and so gentle and so wonderful. But I also, that compare that also paired with me tricking myself to just being like, we're going to the dentist and it's fun, like ended up having me being so passionate about the industry. And I watched all of my oral surgeries like on camera while they were happening, like just under local anesthesia. But I'm so curious, what got you into this industry? So first I need to comment on your, that is awesome that it didn't traumatize you as a kid. <laughs> It no, one of two ways, right? Like you, you could have been like, "Oh no, I'm here all the time getting people." That's awesome that it went the opposite. So, but for me, I didn't have any like surgeries or anything. I was just kind of doing the thing. But my dentist, as a kid, I was just into her. She was so cool. <laughs> I can't even explain it anymore. I just like wanted to be her. I remember like telling my mom, "Like I think I want to be her when I grow up." Not even like realizing dentistry was going to be her. <laughs> I just liked her as an whatever. It was funny. So anyway, but then as I grew up. Um, she was just cool and spunky and young and fun. Um, as I got older, I was like, oh, I think I really am going to do dentistry because I like her. So let's do it. Like there was like no rhyme or reason. She was just cool. But then I started realizing I really liked math and science and well, I wouldn't say liked, but I just luckily was okay at, okay at it. And I knew that's what you needed was a lot of science. Um, so yeah, I was like, okay, let's do this. I'll got to um, undergrad majored in biology and chemistry, like still thinking I want to be a dentist. Um, and then you, you have to start shadowing, right? Like observing. And I always caught myself like watching the dental hygienist instead of the dentist. And I started thinking like, shoot, maybe I don't want to be, I just like my dentist. (laughs) Like, I don't think I want, I just didn't want to like write dentistry. Everyone, not everyone does everything and likes everything. Like it just wasn't for me. I wasn't like wanting to drill and fill. I love dental hygiene and I love the, uh, idea of prevention versus restoring like like we could prevent you know getting cavity we could prevent gum disease I love that about dental hygiene I love the communication and the rapport you build with your patients 
I love, I don't know, I could go on and on why I chose dental hygiene, but for a long time, I actually just did a, um, a speech at a youth uh, leadership program for high schoolers. And my, my whole message to them was like, if you told yourself in your head, you wanted something and you changed your mind, it's okay. <laughs> because you should probably do what you really want to do. Not just what you told yourself you wanted, whatever, you know, it was hard for me to be like, do what's want beautiful. To- I mean, we, we talk a lot on this show about the concept of permission. And I love that you gave yourself that permission. How, do you remember how old you were when you gave yourself like that permission to make that decision? It was definitely during my undergrad. So it wasn't freshman or sophomore. It was probably like, what? So you like 21, 22, 23. <laughs> I don't even know when you graduated. Yeah, it was in my early 20s. Um, yeah, when I realized when it was like time to apply to dental school. And I was like, I don't really want to apply. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, I'm just going to apply to dental hygiene school. And I still told myself in the back of my mind, after dental hygiene school, maybe then I'll do dental school. Like, well, we'll just, we'll just make sure I like dental hygiene. Like I still was like second guess. And then I, oh my gosh, I was in dental hygiene school and I was like, this is it. This is what I love. I'm so happy. So yeah, all all that aside, that is really exciting. That's how I become a dental hygienist. Do you feel like this is your passion? Like this is one of your passions? So for sure. And now that I'm doing all the social media stuff, right. And I love the social media stuff, but like everyone always, and my patients always ask me because I keep taking away days at work, right? Like I used to work six days, then I worked five days, then I worked four, now I'm working three. And my patients keep saying like, are you about to leave? Like, are you going to have zero days? And I'm like, no, here's the thing. Like, I love being here. Like I I went to so much school to be able to physically clean teeth and work up my clinic skills. I've been working as a hygienist for six years now, right? So like, I feel like that six years of like, I finally feel good. (laughs) I don't want to say good, but you know what I mean? Like, I finally know I'm very comfortable at work and I I really like doing what I do. And it's like, right when you start feeling good, it's like, oh, this is a time when I should probably, I should jump. I just couldn't do it all. The YouTube, the the business, everything else that we'll probably chat about soon. But I doing it all, like I wasn't sleeping. You know what I mean? You can't work three full-time jobs. I mean, you can, I guess, but it wasn't sustainable for me health-wise. So <laughs> I was like, I love all three things so much. Teeth out girl, happy teeth and working clinically. And I was like, I have to pick, I have to figure out the balance, right? So totally. yeah, so, so you're I always, saying that it you is have, a passion. Lots of you're passion. saying that you have so many, I mean, you essentially have three major projects that you're working on, which is so impressive. So how far into your career as a dental hygienist did you start your YouTube channel? Good question. So I actually started before I got my license. So back, whatever that was, 2015 now. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to, one day this is going to make me sound so old because I think the year after me, they, they like get an email of their licenses available or something, but I had to wait like snail mail. I had to check my mailbox, like a little kid every day. Like, did I get my dental hygiene license? I couldn't physically work until I had my license. I had my jobs. I was still a dental assistant at the time. So I was still like working, but I couldn't do what I, I was so excited to do dental hygiene because I just went to six years of school for it. A lot of numbers here that are correlating, but anyway, um, <laughs> so yes. As I was waiting for my dental hygiene to, or license to arrive in the mail, I was just eager mostly for the patient education. That's what I was so excited. I wanted my own patients. As a dental assistant, you are assisting the dentist. So it's their patients, right? So you're in the room, you're assisting on root canals, crowns. That is the last time a patient, if they're getting a root canal, they did not want to hear about me saying like, so flossing, <laughs> let's talk. They were like a little busy, you know? So I was like, I need, I want to start. So that's what made me think, you know what? I'm going to make a YouTube, channel, or YouTube video and 
uh, sort of into the whole channel, but I'm going to make a video like, let's do, and I knew a question in clinic at school that patients always asked me was, what's the best mouthwash? Everyone thinks like mouthwash cures everything, which it doesn't, unfortunately. But and so I was like, you know, what? I'm going to make a video about this. Everyone seems to ask about mouthwash. Maybe people will watch it. And if not, at least my mom will watch and my mom will learn about mouthwash. <laughs> so anyway, I made the video and then like, to my surprise, truly people start, I was like, I really thought it would just be my mom, but um, <laughs> people found it and watched and whatever. Here we are. People started asking for more videos and I was like, oh, this is a thing. Got my dental hygiene license in the mail. So once I started getting, I got my license, I started working as a clinical dental hygienist. I wasn't really making as many videos as my, people were asking for them. But I was like, ah, I got my license now. I'm good. But after working for a little bit, I think it was maybe a year. I was like, I need to start making videos like routinely because I'm in, so probably 2016 ish is 2017 even is when I was like, let's really do this. Um, 2018 is when I really was like, I'm going part-time. I'm going to do this. So it's been a little bit now, I guess, what is this 2021? So, so when you were making that transition to go like part-time to, I mean, really dive into your YouTube business, it is a business, correct? Like it's, it's revenue generating. Cool. Yeah. And I would have never thought, I did not know that was an option. That's another thing. As I started making videos more and more like sponsors were reaching out, like, can we, you know, can we pay you to make a video? I'd be like, Oh, okay. You know, I, I'm really lucky that like at the beginning, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, right. I probably made silly. I had no idea what I was doing, but now I am very lucky to have a team that helps me. I am not business minded. I did not go to school for business. So I was like, eh, what I, you can pay me. What? But I never wanted to just like do, I knew in my heart that I was like, I turned down more people than I said yes to, if that makes sense. Because I was like, oh, this product doesn't even, no, thank you. So I figured it out how to not like do product-based videos always. Cause that's kind of just, I don't know. I'm not into that. I'm not a makeup YouTuber. Like, here you go. Like, I don't know. I'm not all about like showing up products. I really just want to educate the public, you know? So um, if we could do that in a cool way where a company wants to be on that, that's cool. So, um, or back that up. That's cool. So I'm more about education. I'm not a big, like product sponsor but regardless yes youtube's really cool and they um put ads on your videos so you're able to uh, get some pay payment but yes i don't even know what the question was i'm sorry i'm going on and on no this it's perfect <laughs> no it's perfect I think, I think i started talking about my team yes i was like oh my team helps me a lot that's a huge that's it why i went part of time right um i realized that so i'm really lucky that my fiance and future brother-in-law um, both kind of took a little chance on me. They saw, like, they went into my, if anyone's listening to this and they like know about business or know about YouTube, they're like, oh, this girl. No, but they went into my like algorithm. They went into my analytics. That's the word, you know, and they're like, whoa, Whitney, you are, this is like, and I was like, what? Cause I only knew like subscribers and views. Right. I didn't know about like, um, I don't know what they're calling people to see it, whatever, like reach. I didn't know about reach and like all these other, whatever. I didn't realize how many people were actually seeing the videos. And I was like, oh, and that's when my future brother-in-law actually quit his job. And he was like, I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to invest in you. Let's do this. I was like, really? So that's when we turned it into a website. It's teethtalkgirl.com. So you could get every video in article form. And it's like all these really cool things. And so anyway, they took such a chance in me. That's when I was like, I think I need to take a chance in myself and go part-time because like, I want to do this. You know, this is so cool. If we can help, right. I'm helping patients one-on-one -on -one in the op. It's amazing. It's a good feeling. I go home every day. Like I helped eight to 12 people. Right. But 
seeing the like thousands of people like online I'm like every night like commenting and saying like thank you you helped me learn how to floss or you inspired me to go to the dentist like I'm like wait I gotta this is amazing we can help more people than the eight to twelve a day I gotta I gotta do this this is so awesome so I oh yeah so that's why I that's awesome I, was like, I gotta <laughs> so when so how long into working with your brother-in-law and your fiance did you then create your additional company because you guys have another company together yes, I know we just this girl that never wanted to do anything business I'm like let's just do it I honestly think at this point you should just own it like you're a business, <laughs> you're a business. I know, like, should this be my last interview where I'm not like like I don't know I should just pretend that I know no but yes I'm so okay so funny enough this is a good interesting story so I my YouTube comments I read them every night I try to read every single comment. I, I'm not as good as I used to be, but I do really skim through them. <laughs> I try. And um, everyone always since 2015, since my first mouthwash video where I, know, I didn't even have like a community yet. It was just kind of like random people. They're like, you should make merch. You should make merch. Like so there were people that feel passionate about teeth and dentistry like I do. And I was like, oh, I was like, I don't really want to. <laughs> I'm just not interested in making merch. That just wasn't me. I am not that mind. Um. I just had nothing in mind. I didn't want to just make t-shirt. I didn't know. It just was my, by the way, sorry, I'm, but like, I am wearing your amazing earrings and you I have a see whole, them. sorry, I see it. These are, if I take this, I'm nervous. I'm going to, I don't know if you could shoot there. It's so beautiful. I just need to tell you why I chose this one. It's the Ziggy one. Cause I had a bird who was in all of my first videos. She sat on my shoulder and my first mouth, all my videos, she was on my shoulder and her name was Ziggy. And so when no I saw these way. on your yes, and when I saw these on your website, I was like, I need to get these. And Ziggy has passed, but I was like, I need to get these because she was in all my first videos, like my little baby bird. So, um, oh my gosh, really that special. is so, so special! I just, I look, they're these beautiful stars, and I love them because they're studs. And I'm not a big hoop. I, lo I love hoops, but I feel very uncomfortable in hoops. So, like, I loved how they're still dangling, but they're a stud. Whatever. So sorry. Just oh my note. gosh, that's amazing. You're so for everyone listening, um, Whitney's <laughs> wearing the Ziggy stud. So they're this like mini star shaped hoop. Um, if you're watching the video, model. you can see it. Uh, you're the perfect model. Like, um, that is such a special, part. that is such a special story. And I love how, I love when, when influencers and personalities on the web bring their personal life into their craft and so the fact that you had your bird there in the beginning videos that's so special really thank you it made me so and seriously when I saw these in your episode oh my gosh I was like sorry I know that's side note for merch but I was just thinking about merch I'm like I have to we have to talk about this first okay. but yes it's very special and Ziggy and people still shout her out sometimes they're like we miss your bird I'm like me too she died but no <laughs> I'm like no uh -huh. it's, it's cute it's like the sweetest thing like I'm just being wacky don't worry I'm not like very serious That's I am so serious but I'm not anyway um so yes side note I didn't ever think I knew how to do anything like that so I was like yeah we're gonna put it off we're gonna put it off one day I was randomly online looking for a purse in the shape of a tooth <laughs> because who doesn't do that in their spare time no I just you know, those, those little crossbody purses where they're in different shapes. Like I have a cupcake purse. I have a hamburger backpack. I have a taco purse. I have like all these, I have an avocado purse whatever. I love items, purses. They're cute to me. And so I was like, I need to buy myself a tooth or whatever. So I'm like searching for it and it did not exist. Long story short, I went everywhere. I couldn't find it. I was, I was on 
the deep web of there's no toothpaste. And I'm like, shoot, this is it. I got to make a toothpaste. I was like, this is going to be my merch. Everyone wants merch. Let's do it. And I was like, this is diving into something. I can't even believe I did. This is still like, when I tell this story, I can't believe this. Like making a purse, like what, who do I think I am? Anyway, so uh, me and my um, brother-in-law mostly did it together because he like kind of knows engineering. Like he understood, like he's never made a, like that's the last thing he wanted to do was make a purse, but he was more excited to like help me with the marketing and advertising. But anyway, so we kind of worked on this, we were drawing it up and we were sending it to different um, people who make purses, manufacturers, I don't know. And I remember talking to someone on the phone once, like, cause we're trying to design it and like, you know, a tooth is like there's roots and a crown and there's like between the two roots it's called a furcation nobody knows that word that I realized obviously because I'm just like in my dental world I'm like can the furcation be a little longer and they're looking at me because it's like zoom virtual whatever and I remember thinking oh I need to figure out that I need to talk in human term because I'm like dental term like anyway so designing the purse was hilarious (laughs) trying to explain how to make a good shape once we got which I have like a whole on my um, YouTube channel. There's like Happy Teeth Marathon and it shows like the make all the different purses and oh, how horrible they were. They looked like a marshmallow. It didn't even look like a purse at the beginning. So when we finally got to the purse, we're like, okay, we have this, let's do it. And then that's when I was like, you know what? I love doing, I don't want to just sell it because I was stressed again that I'm just not, I don't know how to do that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it where it'll just make me feel real good because all about dentistry, I want to keep helping people. And not only are we empowering people to write like dental people to wear it. So I'm like, this is exciting. We could all like be really proud of what we do. But I was like, how about let's add this even more. And this is where I got really excited. Cause again, making the purse, I was like, Oh, can it be made yet? You know what I mean? But I was like, yes, I want to organize for every purse purchase. We're going to donate a dental health kit to someone in need. And, that, and that's what I kind of run the side of the business. And I love that because for every, right, different homeless shelters, different women, children's shelters, whatever, whoever requests these um, dental kits, um, we send them. And on top of that, for every time we send them to an organization, we provide a dental health presentation. So, you know, right now it's virtual. So like Zoom, I don't want to just give the toothbrushes and toothpaste and floss. It's a one-year supply of all that stuff. I don't want to just, which is great to give it and be like, enjoy. But I want to be like, this is how you floss. This is how you brush. Because I'm aware that a lot of people don't have access to my videos. Like a lot of us are lucky enough to have. So they can't go online. Like, right. They're trying, they're, they have other priorities. So I'm very happy about the presentations. So that's what I organize and run in different healthcare who, or whoever's interested can volunteer and give those presentations as well. So that's the origin story of Happy Teeth. We're here. We launched in 2020. Oh yeah, that's another thing. We were going to launch in June. That's when we didn't know a pandemic was happening yet because we decided to do it end of 2019. And we were like, we're going to launch at June at like a national dental hygiene convention. Obviously everything happened, COVID. And we were like, oh, we're not launching. And then we re- we did a October launch virtually in my basement. <laughs> So everything was virtual. Um, so yeah, it's very young. It's not a, it's not a year yet. It's not, he's not a year old yet, the purse. And then it turned into a whole company of, gosh, sorry if anyone's listening. They're like, wow, this girl never stops talking. Um, it turned into a whole um, company. I didn't want, and then we were like, let's not just make a purse. Let's do this. This is fun now. Now we know how to make things. And so we're like, let's make a backpack. So we have a backpack for healthcare professionals, which is so amazing. It's like, I've always wanted a good backpack. Like we have so many weird things we have to bring to work in the dental world. And I'm sure in the healthcare world, a, a, a lot of nurses have been buying the backpack, which is awesome. Um, because, you know, you have your stethoscope as a nurse, right? For us, we have our loops. 
um, which is like our eyeglasses is dental people and whatever. It has all these good compartments to fit your, your healthcare stuff. So, and it, and it, it cleans off real nice with a, with a disinfectant wipe. So whatever. I love my backpack. We have a work, we have a little tote, a canvas tote. We're working on a work tote as well in case you don't make a backpack. We have all these dental products, health, healthcare products, started dentistry. Now it's kind of all for healthcare. Wow. That's I amazing. It. I said it. Well, I'm, <laughs> I mean, this I'm is literally, <laughs> this is literally a radio show where we're interviewing you. So we want you to talk all the time. Like that's the so point. Nice. <laughs> I, feel like I, did. <laughs> I didn't take a breath, <sighs> but, um, so yeah, so I'm excited. I love it. Happy teeth is like random passion that I never knew I wanted or had. And it just really organically came together and I was like, okay, we're doing this. All of a sudden we have the happy teeth. So yeah. So between the videos, two videos a week, um, happy teeth is, you know, orders. I mean, every day, right? Like we go to the post office we do that and always creating the new, we're really working on the um, work tote right now. So whenever we can have a work tote, um, and then, oh, and then I have that. That's what I do. I'm trying to think like my daily right, day in the week, way, week in the life, whatever of my, um, and then I work clinically, but, um, just a few days a week now. I literally, I it's, but it's still a lot. <laughs> and then, um, the biggest thing have- is that, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, do you have like a morning routine or an evening routine that you stick to? Good question. I, you know what? I'm actually filming a video this Friday on my like day in the life. Um, it's different a lot. No, I don't stick to it. It depends what time I start work. I like my sleep and I do not like waking up early. I usually work from like 12 to eight or like I work afternoon. Do you know what I mean? So my morning is very odd. I, I don't know. It's weird, but I'm going to make a video and maybe it'll make more sense. I like to do a lot of yoga. Do you do a morning routine? I'm getting better at it. Okay. I, I mean, yes, there are certain elements that I do on a daily basis, but I'm trying to really hack my morning routine to make it super right and tight. Um, I do a series of activities in the morning, but it's not in order. So, yeah, you know, I hear you. And I try to right, And I really try. I so eat like I'm someone who could wake up and go on my computer, start checking email. Like I could work right. And I really am trying to force myself not to like, I'm like, nope, do yoga first, but nope, do like, you know what I mean? I try to like do things. One quick, like, guide something like I, I just work for myself. So working on the morning routine, <laughs> um, I do treat myself to a nice breakfast every morning. I don't know about you, but like That's I great. treat myself, meaning I make the same exact thing every morning, but it's, it's hearty. It's, it's literally, it's a lot. I cook. It's what is it? Day. I'm like, I'm dying. To know. <laughs> I, every, I need to I know. A, right. They're going to say the millennial, but I do do an avocado toast every day. Once, once I wheat bread with avocado toast, I put some red chili flakes on and pepper. So my avocado, I have scrambled eggs and then I do it, scrambled hard. If you've worked in a breakfast restaurant, you know, but, um, so scrambled hard. And then I, I chop up, I always put ham, a few slices of ham. So ham and eggs. And then I have a yogurt with granola and blueberries and strawberries and a water. But I love that so every single morning. It's like clockwork. Like I just, I know, you know, I'm in the kitchen. Like I do my things do, 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 and then I eat. And that's when I sometimes check emails, which I still try not to. I try to like look up my window and enjoy life. Cause it's like my one time, but that's my only good meal I eat. Cause I do not eat well the rest of the day. Cause it's going, going, going. And I forget sometimes it's 11 PM and I'm like, Oh, last thing I had was my avocado. <laughs> so totally. at least I, do you do a good breakfast? Do I? No, I'm not a breakfast person. I don't wake up hungry. No, no, I'm starving. No, see, I think sometimes I feel like it, it weighs me down. I do celery juice every morning and that kind of 
kicks it into high gear. Um, I'm, I'm more of a grazer. I like to snack throughout the day. Hey, that's supposed to be really good for your like blood sugar and right overall. That's great. Yeah. Do you do coffee or tea? Don't. No me neither. Caffeine. No kidding. I never meet anyone no who doesn't do caffeine. Me neither. I mean, occasionally like a treat for me will be like a chai latte, even matcha right. for me now. I love matcha, but it's too right. intense for me. Um, I usually, I, now I'm like a treat as a chai latte. Okay. My treat is a Thai tea. T-H-A-I, like at a Thai, from a Thai restaurant, Thai tea. <gasps> it's not chai tea, it's Thai tea. Everyone always says, you mean chai tea? And I'm like, no, it's Thai tea, it's from a Thai restaurant. No, it's like orange. It's all that stuff. I will I will shoot through the roof though when I have it. Like that's, <laughs> it gives me way too much. But yeah. I, I'm so impressed that you don't, I'm because I'm you're so like you vibrant do. and energetic. Like you I'm so do. surprised. I, I'm so excited. Me, it's very rare that you meet someone who doesn't do coffee or tea. I mean, not that we're so. It's funny. So, like, right? I have I, I have a team now, right? So, a lot of the social media posts on Happy Teeth are very like lifestyle, and like all my like friends and family, people who know me, know that I am not doing the posts on Happy Teeth's Instagram because it's always like woke up, had my morning coffee. Like, it's always like very like basic, and they're like, Whitney, we now we know this is not you doing these posts, and I'm like, I know. Teeth are girls on me. It's all me, but. Happy teeth. That's hilarious. I look at the little posts and like this cracks me up. No, that's so funny. But, so when you yeah. talk about your team, you have yeah. your your wonderful fiance, your yes. um future brother in law, yes. and then you also have like a management team, and that's yes. how you and I got connected, which yes. I feel grateful for them. Um, me so. Too. The same management team um, for our listeners um, who are tuning in, the same management team that works with Whitney also works with Audrey Hope, who's an, a wonderful um, therapist, medium, intuitive that I work with on a daily basis. And she has completely transformed my life. So that's how you and I got connected initially. Um, so how long have you been working with them? I need to learn so much about Audrey Hope. I love a medium. Um, I've been with them since I think December or January. So maybe six six ish months now. Um, it's been cool. I never knew the reason I looked into them is because, or how it all happened is because yes, I followed like since my beginning days of watching people on YouTube, I was like, gosh, I watched so many like healthcare, you know, that's what I loved to watch. And that's what probably really subconsciously made me make my first video. Cause I was like, Oh, nobody's doing this for teeth yet. You know, but anyway, um, I used to watch, I don't know, like Lacey green, she taught about like safe sex and like, um, Katie Morton, a licensed therapist. Um, and then there's like Dr. Mike, there's mama, Dr. Jones, there's all these, Oh my gosh. There's just, I, so I was like, how are they? I need a, and so I started looking in and I saw, Oh, they have like management teams. They have like, maybe I should get one of these. That's literally like how it happened, but it's been great. It's been a great, um, six ish months. Um, I can't believe the cool opportunities that they've helped me find. Um, we're currently, my newest thing is working with the Dr. Oz show, which is so cool. Um, would have never even thought that again was an option. So yeah, it's been great. It's been so like, I've learned a lot of things for sure. <laughs> That's so wonderful. So was there a moment before the management company that you felt was really like the thing that took your brand to the next level, or was it working with the management company that really amplified your brand? I think it was, I think it was before is when I felt like, I think before we worked with them, I could be wrong, but I think it was right before we, I had a hundred K subscribers and 
YouTube. I remember you get all this stuff from YouTube. I mean, like all this stuff, but it's just like, they make you feel very special. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, oh my God, like, yeah. now it's like, oh, I can't wait for a million. Like, and so you always want more, right? But I remember like for a moment being very proud and I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing something. And I, I really feel like everyone always messaged me and asked me like, you know, how do you grow? How do you, I really think consistency is key more than that one thing. Do you know what I mean? There's never, I, for me, everyone's different. And I know but things go viral and things can happen. But for me, I'm never like banking on something going viral. Like who's going to be that excited about floss, but you never know. Um, but so I'm not very viral. So I just feel like that consistency, like every single week showing up, giving the, your community information what they want like asking them what they want like doing what I feel I want them to know like right people to know in general I feel like consistency is what helped me get keep growing and hopefully will continue growing I don't know if there's been a moment I don't remember a moment yet that is so (laughs) refreshing to hear though that's so refreshing to hear I love the concept of being consistent and staying, you know, staying in it and showing up even maybe when you don't want to, you know, I mean, you produce two videos a week. That's a lot. That's a lot of like long, of long take content. I mean, that's so impressive. And how long have you been doing two videos a week? Thank you. That's a good question. I was going to look that up before this because people, I always get this question. I always go, I think 2018 would be my guess. 2018. So 2018, 2019, what is this? I want maybe 2019. Never mind. I want to say 2019. So a couple years. And I remember when I first started doing two videos a week, that's when I was traveling. So it was easier for me. So one video was like my, I want to say well-produced, but like what that I work very hard on, like I do the info, like I do my research, you know what I mean? Like say, I don't know what's an example, plaque versus tartar, right? Like as a dental hygienist, of course, I know the answer. But when I, when I do my video, I script it out and make sure I'm saying everything right. I'm looking up the latest research that what I learned in school is still true. Like I, I take it very seriously. I do like a book report for every video, you know? So having said that, I was still doing one a week of those types of videos, education. And then my second video was always like a vlog of me traveling. So like going to different dental conferences, not like lifestyle traveling. I, I never show my life really, but um, just like being at the conference and going through the trade show and showing the different booths and different things you could do. Like I was very, you know, I love conferences and trade shows. I loved, I would do like a different one every weekend. I feel like I was really like, it was awesome. I remember when I was like, keep inviting me. This is fun. <laughs> it was very fun. So that was my second video. And that's kind of how it all started. And then I was like, oh, and then when conferences and trade shows were no longer a thing, I was like, oh, I think I got to start doing a real second video. <laughs> like those were so easy. No, I gotta. But you know, now that I'm like on a routine, it's easier. But at the beginning, I almost like was like, I don't think I can do this. I think I could only do it. Going part time at work helped a lot at my, you know, I, I always say real job, right? Um, part time helped me because the scripting, writing it, that's the longest part for me filming it takes like two seconds I just kind of already know what I want like because I worked so hard on the you know what I mean making and then um editing it takes forever too but that I can do in my own time like I used to do that on planes and trains and automobile I you could edit anywhere well when I used to edit now I like my desktop that's right here I don't like editing on my um laptop anymore but long story short it's only been a few years, but I feel like I've been doing the two videos a week forever. Cause yes, it takes a lot, but that's so impressive. So do you film with a professional camera or with your phone or with both? Good question. Mostly on a professional camera every so often when I'm off site, if I need to use the phone for a few clips, I will. Um, but we do have, what do I even have? I have a, they call it a, I think it's a night. I really splurged on this camera. 
they call it a, it's loop i'm probably saying it wrong lumix or lumex it's a gh5 i know that's like some fancy i i i treated myself on the good camera so that helps a lot um the lighting even but when i started i just had like a it was still a very expensive camera um but it wasn't like i don't know i i remember thinking like i want my camera to be good like you know what i mean like i, I remember like doing that but what I've learned is that lighting is what's way more important than having a good camera. You could do a perfect job on your iPhone if you just get a good light. You know what I mean? So um, I was always great like, advice. I need a good camera. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's what I think. And audio too. Oh my goodness. I, if you can, I used to do it like wild. I would hook this like audio thing. I forgot what it's called. Oh my gosh. It's like in the bottom bar of a bunch of my videos, if anyone cares. But um, that I, in old videos, so you gotta look at like an old video. And see, I, you like hugged into your phone and you put like the audio or whatever, and then it would like, so you had to like clap it in. So your audio and you know, whatever. So I, I was all about audio because I hated when you can't hear people. Yes. And I hated when you couldn't see people. I just really wanted good quality. So I, yes, I went crazy on that stuff. But now I, my audio is on the camera or something. I keep looking over there because that's where the camera is. Um, but anyway, so yes, I'm all about good equipment, but I do believe you can do a perfect job with an iPhone and a good light. Like if that's where you're going to start, that's where my first videos, I still get shadows. I don't really know what I'm doing, but my first videos, the shadows were awful. Like it was like a, a shadow game behind me because I didn't know, you know, and I'm still just trying to learn. I Google just like everyone else. <laughs> I'm just Google. I do have a lot of friends in the film industry and everyone, you know, you would think I could do better in the film, like short film, like not not Hollywood like oh my god sorry I want to make that clear just you know a lot of people went to school for film I have a few editor friends like I learned a lot from my friends and like how to edit and how to you know get a little tastier there but they're busy doing their own thing so I don't really get that much help from them but having said what, that that's um, I what editing platform do you use I use Final Cut Final Cut cool yes and then my brother-in-law he does well did the vlogs for me um, and he, he uses Adobe and I know Adobe is like real intense and I don't know Adobe. I can't do any of that. So like, um, I'm very simple with final cut, but you could do a good, didn't they, didn't they edit the whole movie final grit or final grit, true grit, final cut. Wasn't it a big thing? About I the think, movie, I think so. Well, <laughs> I it's don't know so why funny I... because my best friend is, um, is a trained artist and a graphic designer. Like she's like a professionally trained artist and graphic designer mm -hmm. and she laughs at me because and she laughs slash gets frustrated at me because oh. I've never learned Photoshop or Adobe or any of those platforms I've done everything on photo I mean on PowerPoint and oh, she awesome. it like blows her mind so I actually love the fact that I mean now I have designers that I work with but in building my brand I only used PowerPoint and preview and I learned how to kind of manipulate the different platforms that were very simple that I already had that, you know, on my computer. So I didn't have to buy another program or learn another program. So I actually really appreciate that you keep your editing materials and apps very simple because it just shows how much bandwidth that we have with what we have already. Amen. I agree. Yes. I was like, I, I need to do the cheapest. Like I am not paying monthly for anything. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. No, I agree. That's amazing. And I'm, I love hearing how people started, you know, like how you just said that you're like, I used preview. Like, that's amazing. You can do so much on preview. <laughs> like, who totally. I mean, there's an app for preview everything too. nowadays. I know. True. That's true. There's an app for everything. But yes, I use preview for my videos when I need like a, a photo and I want the white backgrounds on. I do the thing and you press delete. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
So I have a question for you. What is it like working with a significant other and a in-law to be? Because, you know, so many people will tell you, you know, don't mix business and family. Um, but from what I'm hearing from your story, it sounds like the brand wouldn't necessarily be where it is without you working with your significant other and family. So I'm curious what that dynamic is like. Yeah, it's a very good question. So I always, you know, they're super nice. I need to start by saying that I said before, like to them, oh, I, w I couldn't do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much. You're helping. And they're like, you'd still do it. You'd just be moving slower. They're like, oh, they always say that they're like you just wouldn't have grown this fast you know like you just be I'm like they are so like how nice of them to say like they're very more modest I think but um so yes I think the biggest thing I do agree with not to work with friends and family I, I still agree with that unless you know that you all are the same type of workers if that makes sense in my opinion and have value the same like goal of course but I feel like valuing the same goal if you're not all the same type of workers you're gonna get aggravated with each other and it's gonna be awful because we, all three of us, I, I don't want to say the word insane or crazy, but I don't know how it's, I am lack of words. We're, we like never stop working. And I just, right. it's good for us. We're all on the same page. We all uh, relate with one another. We all try to tell each other, Ooh, you got to take a break. <laughs> I'm not breaking. I'm still working. Like we're, it's just like, right. Like, and then I don't know if we had someone on our team who was a friend or family member who does not have that ethic work ethic, like, I don't know if it would work because would we get aggravated? Like, we're just very lucky that we're all the same. Um, right. Just hearing from other family members and stuff um, who've worked with, with family. Like, you know, that's the stories I heard is like, I was working, they didn't do anything. And then, and then you bring it home with you. So here's the thing, we are all great. We are literally like on the same, like I'm very lucky to work with two amazing humans, but we, right of course still get in silly arguments and like things happen and then you're like uh oh we have a family party tonight like we're mad at each other <laughs> I mean we're never mad but it's just like that line between like okay we gotta go be normal at a family party and not just talk business even if we're not in it even if things are going great and we're so excited to talk about something new that happened it's like don't talk about it at the family party like because that's all we do is work so right balance is very weird and <laughs> I think we're always working on it for sure um we have a lot of family members that ask us about it and want to know, and that's fun. But we're always like, unless we're asked, do not talk about it. You know what I mean? Because I think that's a about. very that's a very healthy and respectful boundary, right? Like yeah, I think that if, especially because there's it's not just two people, it's three people. That's that's a lot of attention that can be given to one thing all the time, and I can imagine that you know, if that is discussed, if you guys were like, oh yeah, we can talk about it whenever, like maybe lines get blurred a little bit, or maybe it's oh, like yeah. off-putting to everyone. So I think that it's actually really appropriate and it kind of makes it like mysterious and sexy when you don't say anything, because <laughs> then people want to know. I hope so, because I yeah. that's great. I love mysterious and sexy. That is a great <laughs> way to, because I'm always like, am I being antisocial? I don't know what to talk about. All I do is work. I don't even, like literally now that the world has opened up kind of like, and you see people, um, I'm just like, I don't know what to decide. I thought I'm very, so I used to be social. I just don't know what to, all I do is work. So it's funny, but no, I agree with that. And then also another vibe is that sometimes you feel weird, like, right. I, I think Liz Plank is like, she wrote that book that was good at something, feminism. I don't know, whatever. I remember reading in the book or she said it, maybe when she posted, I wrote a book. It said, this is why I've skipped brunch so many times. Like the sacrifices you have to make with your friends, right? And then it gets kind of weird because it's like, I'm hanging out with my fiance, like, but I'm not hanging out or working, 
but we're making sacrifices and not hang out with other people like do you know what I mean sometimes that gets like weird in my mind to like yeah. you know, just talk through that but in therapy or something that's, <laughs> sure, that, that's a very appropriate thing to bring up too like what are the sacrifices that you've made yeah can you give some examples yeah. I mean I can I'll totally yeah. give some examples but I want to hear oh yeah you. oh yeah mine are definitely just not hanging out with friends it stinks being like I'm sorry I have to work like you know and then I balance and I'm very good at saying no, I got to work and I need to get better at being like, I'll hang out for an hour. <laughs> like, cause I need like help to like not always work. Um, but I remember, I remember reading in Lily Singh's book that she said something like, be careful when you keep turning things down. Cause you think you're sacrificing to work. Cause did you really get, what'd you get done? Like, make sure you're not like, if you, if you're, she gave an example of how her friends were going to the beach and they were at the beach all you know day. And then she didn't feel like she got going working on her stuff until they like, arrived back. And she was like, Oh shoot, I probably should just wait. You know what I mean? so, yeah. Yeah. So like, I really, I think about that all the time. So what are, do you have similar? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely gotten better. I mean, I think yeah. that I signed my twenties away to just work all the time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like to the Same. point of burn and like not learning the lesson of burnout. I mean, I like burned out yeah all the time and was just like this is my norm like that you know what I mean it was an unhealthy relationship with work and now I mean I still work a lot um and I love it right because I love the feeling of feeling accomplished and feeling like I'm on top of things when I mean there will forever be a to-do list that's a bible long but but I love feeling that sense of accomplishment to me it's really important for like my demeanor and my self-esteem like not that I put my self-esteem in my work but it's more of achieving excellence and making sure that my contributions are of excellence do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and also to make sure that like my staff members feel that feel cared for and that they feel heard you know it's like it is a motherly kind of relationship but not a motherly relationship. Like I'm not a micromanager by any means, but I do always try and make sure that my staff members are cared for and provided for and that they feel seen and heard because I personally have been in toxic work environments and I'm like, this is exactly what that's not going to be. Like, you know what I mean? Um, And in fashion, it's it's very common for you to be exposed to a toxic work environment in fashion and just be like, oh, this is how it's done and then pull it into whatever you do. But I kind of took that experience as like, I don't want to experience this. Like, I don't want my um, employees to experience what I experienced in the fashion industry. So I flipped it. So, I mean, it's constant, I'm constantly learning. Right. But um, all that to say, I think that now I'm more intentional about making time for people, but also being the one to maybe like leave the party a little early. Right. Like I just moved my headquarters from Los Angeles to Tampa and I'm close here with like a ton of family members and all of their respective friends. And my now lead of fulfillment and product is also a dear friend of mine. So, and they're a very social group, right? So they're constantly doing things and inviting me to places. And so I do say no, um, quite a bit, but when I do go out, I also make sure that, you know, I'm there and I'm present and I'm in it. But if I need to leave to, you know, do my quote nightly routine that I'm still trying to figure out, um, but also, like honor myself and honor that I need sleep. I do also, mm-hmm. I also, you know, will bow out gracefully early. So it's, it's a little dance that I'm, that I'm learning still, but I feel like I'm getting better at it. It's less aggressive and less, um, the word that comes to mind is toxic, but I mean, my, my, 
20 year old self trying to navigate work was just a mess. It's much oh. more, I'm much more on top of it now. <laughs> I know that makes me feel good. Cause I'm definitely, I want to learn that dance with you. I, <laughs> I just realized recently that I have to learn this dance of yeah, this balance. So yeah, that's good. That's inspiring to hear. It's, but I also appreciate that you said that you love your sleep and also knowing that you're not a morning person, like you <laughs> just I knowing will. that you can say, I'm going to start my days later. You know, I'm going to mm, take I the do. time to like sleep in, make my breakfast, look outside, take it all in. And then you can start your days at 12 PM, 2 PM and go to where you need to. Like, yeah. I think that that's really healthy to know that of yourself and like, what a great thing that you're able to honor that with all of your, you know, work engagements. That's amazing. Thank you for saying that. Cause every, how to succeed book you read is wake up early and blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, I do not do well. I could say I get the most done from like 9 PM to 2 AM. Like I could get so much more done in that time than a 10 hour day. You know what I mean? So it's just, I think you got to know yourself. And so thank you for bringing light to that. <laughs> I do better at night. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. How long did it take you to realize that? Or have you known that for your whole life? Have you always been a night owl? I think I've always been, but because of school and work, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I remember like as a kid, no kid wants to go to sleep, but like, like truly in college, like I tried to always pick my, you know, you could, you always had those 8am's, but I tried to pick, cause I started realizing in college, like I do so much better in the afternoon. Like I pay attention. I like in the mornings, I'm just like, I'm not alive. I don't know. I just, I really wake up like 2pm is like my, like I'm about to wake up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It took time, but I think actually allowing the flexible schedule of my own is what really realized like, whoa, I'm so much more efficient doing my own schedule. Like, you know, work makes you do like eight to four or whatever, you know what I mean? Like whatever normal jobs, like that's not for everyone. And it stinks. How, <laughs> but so we do it. Totally. Society. But you, you said that you work at two different um, dental hygienist offices or dental, yeah. you know, practices. Yeah. Is it the same schedule every week or do you bounce back between the two? It's the same. I work um, one day at one and one day at the other. And oh, then perfect. it's pretty, that's what I'm doing now. I just did that. I, I do like random, like I'm like the office temp for most both offices. So like this week I'm working like three days for other people. So like I, I of course can never say no because it's like, oh, you want someone to work for you? Sure. But it's just a few, literally it's like, four hours. It's, it's not like a long, long day when I help people out, but my two days are two long days, but, um, yeah, so I couldn't pick one office. I love them both. So I was like, can I do one day? <laughs> and that's how we are. That's amazing. I love that you've curated that life for yourself. It's really impressive. It's really impressive. And I love that, you know, you. I think that the, the concept of maintaining relationships, I mean, and the fact that you prioritize, like, yes, could you do teeth talk girl 24 seven and you could, but to you, the value of giving back to your patients is so high on the priority list. Like that's like, okay, this is, might sound like a weird question, but how do you talk to yourself? Like, how do you have these conversations with yourself? Do you journal? Do you meditate? Do you pray? Like, Good how question. do you, how do you get your clarity? Cause you seem to be like a very, you, I, I know you to be a very clear person. Where does that clarity come from? That's so nice because I'm like wondering if you were to ask my fiance in the room, what do you say? I'm clear. I think that's the thing. I talk to my closest people. 
So I get all my unclear stuff. Like I will tell him, I talk to my mom. I talk to my best friends. Uh, You know, I'm just like, ah, should I do this? Should I go part time? I think I get so many perspectives of friends and family. And I know in my heart what I want, but I just like say it all to them and see what their vibe is, which is not right. You should not make your opinions based on them. But I think I use them all as like my own therapist. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I just kind of, so yes, I talk, I talk it out. I talk. That's amazing. That's how That's I do it. I, I've dabbled in meditating, love it, but I don't think I get clarity from it yet. Um, I, I I do pray. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty yeah, but I, I don't think I pray about myself. I think it, I need yeah. And then um, you know, during yoga, I I love yoga. Um, I think I think a lot on yoga. Like that's where I, after I talk, talk, talk to all my closest people in my life, then I do my yoga, do my stuff. And then I'm, then I'm like, okay. You know, that's where I think it all sinks. Settles in. in. Yeah. Totally. totally. <laughs> so yeah. so I'm know? curious. So go ahead. Ask about you. Sorry. I keep asking about you. No, tell do me. You think, what do you do? Where do you get your clarity? Cause you're I super clear. Love silence. So mm, I will actually, I will work in silence I will drive in silence for me silence is very loud because I can hear my own thoughts um and so I I like being in silence I'm I do journal I mean I carry around a notebook and I'll like jot notes down you know occasionally um what I want to do more of is doing more journaling on a regular basis because I think that when you put all those thoughts onto paper they come out in a different way I mean, it's so powerful. Journaling is so powerful. Um, yeah. But for me, I I love silence. It's just, I'm it helps so with me you. so much between, and also I think because I don't drink anymore either. I mean, again, my, mm-hmm. my 20s were like very much about cocktails and coffee, right? Like <laughs> up or down or up or I mean, talk about balance, like wow. <laughs> um, so now that I don't, kind of rely on things to stimulate me or to relax me, I find that my mind is more clear. And so when I'm in silence, I'm hearing things and thinking about things in a more grounded way. That you just gave me a good idea for my future answers of that. If anyone ever asks me that, it's true. I I'm, I never really drank. I've definitely never drank any coffee, so I never did stimulants or depressant. I never did any. So that and I love silence too. I often drive with no music. I like to yes. just drive. And that's not to say. I mean, I grew up dancing, right? I have like almost me twenty years of dancing background. So like, I love oh. music. I love dancing. I love podcasts and I mean I have one for God's sakes and and I love audiobooks and I love all that stuff and I think that there's a time and place for that but I but to your point I think I get my clarity from silence that's awesome no I hear you so what's next what's next for Whitney what's next for Whitney and for Teeth Talk Girl and for the brand and what's next yeah that's oh you know I just want to keep doing what I'm doing I love making the videos I hope to keep growing I I love helping more and more people I we're really excited for that new happy teeth products coming out hopefully in 2022 dental conferences will be a thing again and we can like actually have like a booth at a conference you know like that'll be cool um I just I want to connect with people again I can't wait to see I like speaking hopefully do a little more speaking here and there I think that's fun you know I just 
what's next is I hope to live life. <laughs> um, we're getting, I'm getting married. I just, I'm trying to just like oh, do. That's do huge. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So after the wedding, you know, maybe we'll do that. And then maybe I'll figure out what's real, real next. But yeah, I'm trying to just focus on myself. Cause like you said, most of my twenties, I'm just working, working, working. And so I just want to keep doing what I'm doing and loving it. That's really, that's all I can ask for. That is so wonderful. So how can we support you and where can we find you? Yay, of course. I mean, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash teeth talk. You know, you can always check that out, teethtalkgirl.com if you prefer. We don't own like, whenever I say articles, I'm like, I'm nervous people are gonna be like, I don't wanna read articles. There's fun, there's like interactive things. Like, did I, am I brushing my teeth right? Like, you can do stuff on a website, it's not just reading. And not that reading's bad. Um, happy Teeth is givehappyteeth.com. And then the Instagrams are at teethtalkgirl and at givehappyteeth. Amazing. Well, I adore you. Thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and um, you're just such a bundle of light and I'm so grateful for all the goodness that you're putting out into the world. And I feel like you're living, I'm living vicariously through you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm living like looking at like you are doing it. You are doing the thing. So it's so refreshing to talk to like-minded people. Like, right. Like I'm so excited to like, easier you're I'm gonna like I can't even oh did that just make a do 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 on the audio but Ziggy and my bird and it's just cool I'll always this is very special to me so thank you for having me here oh my gosh of course well you're wonderful and um enjoy the rest of your day we'll talk very soon you too thank you peace love to of course Well, folks, if that doesn't make you smile, I don't know what will. A huge thank you to Whitney for taking the time to chat with us. Another thank you to our hosts at Dash Radio and to our producers at Island City Media Group. If you want to listen to this show again, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to leave a review so that we can continue bringing you the content and the guests that you love. Lastly, you can find me online on Instagram at Marin Costello and Marin Costello Radio. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next week. You don't make it easy to love you Some might say I'm a fool But I believe one day you'll find that I am the one for you Love is thin, love is wide Love is more than one size Love is patient, love is kind I will wait on my life just to 